When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi Villa fans and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast um, post-match for Legia Warsaw and um, I will start this post-match by saying Aston Villa Football Club will throw in performances like that until we identify a captain and a leader in our team. Um, it was Robbie Savage, Robbie Savage got it right. Lack of aggression in that team, in those eleven players that went out today, and uh, I, I don't think that's a, a manager issue. But I think a lack of aggression in those eleven players that went out today comes from leadership on the field, and uh, it was just not there again today. And um, there's been spits and fits and starts of it in in games this season, uh, but today the intimidation came. Today there there was a, a, a sense of. Um, I can't find the right word. I'm going. To, no, it's not arrogance. I can't. Complacency, um, in certain areas, and uh, very, very seldom I'll use this phrase. But Lego Warsaw wanted that game way more than Aston Villa did, and um, that's disappointing. Paddy, sorry, I had to break into a bit of a fucking rant at the start, but sorry, right. you're, you're not allowed to say those words because you won't let me use them. So when I when I come on here again and say somebody wants it more, the, yeah, and that's why I said I very rarely say it, say it but uh, yeah. it's like it, it was it was an it was an, it was a it was a will versus a skill issue tonight, um, mm. unfortunately. unfortunately. Look, I I probably won't say this too many times, but that result is all down to the team that was picked. We were totally incoherent at the back. Um, there was too many changes at the back for me, and as a result, that's what ultimately cost us. I thought we were okay 
in other areas of the pitch. They thought the midfield was kind of bypassed early in the game. Or there's about 70 minutes before you saw Tielemans getting on the ball and stuff like that. It yeah. just, it was just a flat performance and poor defensive errors from both fullbacks cost us two goals. And look, it just, it just completely comes down to the team that was picked. So, did he, did he pick the team in order to save himself for Sunday? Possibly. Did, does he think that we have enough to to go and uh, to go and win all the games at home and one game away against the Bosnian team? Probably. But. The Bosnian team now have gone and beaten Hazel Alkmaar after being 3-1 down with about 10 minutes to go of 1-4-3. So this is not going to be a pushover either. So look, that's I'm, I'm not I'm not overly disappointed with this. I'm bitterly no. disappointed for the 1,500 people that have made their way over there and saw a, a poor enough performance from us. Probably our worst performance of the season. Uh, you know, even, even worse than Newcastle in many ways. Just too many changes at the back. I, I don't. I don't know what else I can say. Um, you, you you talked about identifying a leader. We're missing Tyrone Mings big time. Hundred percent, we're missing him big time. Uh, Long Longley looked like a fella that hadn't played in a while. I'm not going. I'm not going in on him because you know it, it, it's hard. To, it's hard to have a go at a fella who's just just stepping into that position. And uh, Chambers hasn't played in a long time, but there's no excuse for the for the one that. Uh, that Dean fell asleep for and and let your man arrive at the back post. I just thought that was awful. That yeah, the the, the two goals, the three goals we conceded were absolutely awful. And all three of them came from our fullbacks. Yeah. I I look to be honest with you. Uh, going into this more, I, I uh, both our midfielders Kamara and Tielemans were un, until until Bubakar Kamara's position gets defined in this new setup. Uh, until it gets defined. We are going to be the, the the back two will not be comfortable, regardless of who we put in there. And the reason I say that is against Crystal Palace when he started to drop in in between the back two, he looked an awful lot better. Um, doing that, um, he looked an awful lot better when we played three at the back. Kamara looks an awful lot better when we play four at the back. Until his role is defined, we are going to struggle. Tielemans had no idea what he was doing today because, once again, just like in the first game against uh, against um, Newcastle, um, Kamara's position wasn't defined. And 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 I know that that might sound very simplistic, but it just really like Tielemans was Tielemans was everywhere and nowhere tonight today as well. You know, um, I thought. He, I thought he actually was very disappointing. I thought he, I was disappointed in him because he had he saw he didn't see a lot of the ball at the start, but whenever he saw the ball, specifically then when we were chasing the game and he was left on, he kept on passing the ball to the opposition, and that's not like his strength is to be a good passer of the ball and to be a good ball manipulator and to get the ball forward, and he didn't do it, and like so uh, what I'm getting at here is that that for the goals that we conceded, they were just really poor goals. Um, they come from bad midfield play. They come from like Ch- Chambers. Chambers thinking it was Roberto Carlos going going up the right hand side twice for two of their goals was was uh, well sorry for for the second goal was mind blowing. Like I, gen- genuinely, I looked at it and I went, he better have that plaster in his wall afterwards because he should never be allowed to do that again. It was that was awful. It was really really mm. awful. Um, Dina not hearing your or not seeing your man, not having the presence of mind to turn around to see where the man coming from behind was, and the man was in front of him waiting for the ball. It wasn't as if he snuck in in front of him at the last minute. He was standing there waiting. Poor, like it's it's by any objective measure, it's poor from our fullbacks. Now we can talk about Longley being out of position, and when I talk about that, when when uh, the reason I was mentioning Bubakar Kamara was, 
I fully believe they were he was supposed to pull back into that into that back to make a back three and allow Dean to go forward and allow Chambers push up a small bit more. Not not as far as he was for that second goal, but it didn't happen because Longley was very narrow. He was very narrow, and there had to have been a reason for it other than um like there. I I will watch it back again, and I'm not making excuses for him, but. I didn't think he was the worst player on the field, put it that way wrong, but I thought that everything was breaking down in front of us. Um, going yeah. forward, I thought we were... Mm, yeah, that's what I'd say. <laughs> Hoping somebody would do something. Uh, Zaniola shot off the crossbar. Duran's header was brilliant, by the way. I'm going I'm to say, Duran's header excellent. Got was excellent. He, he was, uh, my son even said he was, he was hanging in the air before the ball came down. He, he did well to, to actually put it away. Um, look, we were... I, uh, look, even taking off Duran for Watkins, Watkins was just looked off the pace to me. There was a ball fizzed into him, should have been meat and drink to him to get a shot away, and he just let it hit off him and back to the goalkeeper. Tough one to take. The one thing I will say, Rob Henry says here, whose perform who's performance there is more than a six, I'll tell you someone who does, and that's Esri Konza. He, yeah, he's, 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 he's now our best centre-half. <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? You know, you, you kind of take him for granted over the years, but he, he's a brilliant, brilliant defender and so comfortable on the ball. So I felt sorry for him in that defence of being the only man who's, well, in in to have the players either side of him changed up like that and, and to be left a little bit adrift was, was tough on him, I thought. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk a small bit about missed chances. So, look, these didn't have a bearing... Well, the... Jacob Ramsey missed an open goal at the end. I think we have to say it. He came back. He looked good. Oh, he, he looked fresh. Yeah. Come on. Missed a wide open goal. Like, all he had to do was literally, like, that That was an open goal. But anyway, look, he took a shot. It went wide. Um, and look, that happens. That happens. Um, but I thought some some other things. That, am I right in saying it? Because I only barely saw the replay, Paddy. Remember the one that Duran got in the box and he turns? Did man literally have like two hands grabbing him to the ground? Remember, he turns, he takes a shot, and the goalkeeper saves it. The goalkeeper's good, by the way. I'd sign that goalkeeper. Yeah, I'd 20 years of age. Yeah. I, I personally believe that there was very questionable replays shown tonight by the obviously governed by the Polish TV. It took about five minutes before they showed that the replay of, of that, and even at yeah. that, it was very hard to see. But it certainly looked like your man was, was pulling out mm. of his uh. And the, the red card and the red card to tackle and, and Bailey. Look, they, they, they're not like we lost because we were complacent. It's not because oh, we lost. We weren't good enough, but you're, yeah. you're allowed to say these things. Yeah, oh, we, yeah we, did, we absolutely didn't lose because because of the officials. Um, I would have I would have preferred if Bailey stayed down a little bit longer and let them look at that longer mm. because that was if that was a Premier League tackle and that ball that those studs are raked down the back of the leg. That's a red card all day long. I don't care what anyone says. And it just frustrated me that the one time you don't want Bailey to be sitting on the ground, he's up and bouncing around waiting to take a free kick. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. It was a red card tackle. I but think it was, unfor yeah. Unfortunately, I think Bailey did him a favour jumping back up. Um, I think we have enough time seen in these these shirts as well. And I'm going to bring, I'm going I'm to I'm talk about them. Once again, didn't have an effect in the game before anyone says, oh, he's blaming the shirts for the performance. They're absolutely cat matus, Petty. The fact that they like they must be impossible to wear when they get that weight. Like Rob uh, Rob Warner put up uh, on Twitter, he said Castore must be embarrassed about these shirts. They just absolutely have to be embarrassed about these shirts. The way that they're the way that they're taking uh, taking moisture at the moment, it's chronic. 
absolutely chronic. Look, it's it's a side side thing to talk about, but Jesus Christ, it's embarrassing. Um, um, yeah. Look, it's I, I I don't read too much into it. It's they're clingy shorts. They stick to you. I, I, like there's a, there's a lot of talk about them, but um, it's also the second game in a row that we've had to have a player go off with a ripped short. I so, didn't see that. Who went off with a ripped shirt? Dur- Duran had to go off, to the, and the fourth official enjoyed his couple of minutes in the sun uh, telling him what to do and telling him what the rules are. He had a short fucking pulled off his back, and the, and the fourth official's giving out to him for yeah, taking too long or, or telling him what he's supposed to do. Anyway, neither here nor there. But it happened at the weekend as well, and, and there was no yellow card for the pulling that short. But we discussed that at, at the weekend. But look, they're, they're, I, I, I have worn the shorts playing football, indoor football. Uh, it, it it didn't really stick to me, so either I wasn't working hard enough, or or I need to wear one of those pro shorts which uh, won't go around my belly, so I won't wear one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, it was just an aside because um, it was noticeable. Like even before half time, it was noticeable, and after half time, like fifteen minutes in into the second half, Dougie Louise was dripping. In, or sorry, not Dougie Louise. Um, Tienemans was dripping in sweat again, and it's not saying Tienemans is unfit or anything. It's just the jersey. The jersey just isn't taking moisture well. Just, just a point to 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 talk yeah. about. Um, like it, I want to. I saw I saw a few comments during the game from from people that messaged me to say we looked leggy, and I wonder are we not up to the pace of training that he wants us to be at for this stage of the season. You know, there, 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 there was a few leggy-looking players out there. I know, the, I know, the shorts are a bit of a giveaway, and I'm, I'm trying to deflect from that. I just think, in general, were we a bit leggy? What do you think? Um, I thought we were. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Well, I thought, I thought we were... I think I think Tielemans was 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 the wrong decision. Um, I thought he I thought he didn't that he didn't get into the game for seventeen minutes as you said. Dougie Louise stamps his authority in that game straight away. He's looking mm-hmm. for the ball. He's buzzing. He's getting it. And he he ups our tempo. He ups our tempo and then throw because he's he's more of a metronome passer. Tielemans today, as I say, I don't think I, I I think he was wondering where his role was because he didn't know where Bubakar Kamara's role was. I think there was no synergy between the two of them because uh, and and. Like as I've said that before, I think Kamara is either a six or he pulls back into the back three. I don't think Kamara is going to be an eight going forward, um, it, specifically within this Unai Emery setup. And I think it has an effect. I really, really do. Um, so therefore, when you don't have somebody who's in there who's metronomic and everything is looking back for uh, Kanza to be the man to, to to start the passing, 
we didn't have Pau Torres there. We didn't have Douglas Louise there. We didn't have a basis for an attack, for a quicker attack or for a zippy attack. We had to labour to start our attacks. And I think based on that, we looked leggy uh, going forward specifically. In defence, when we were getting back, we were, like we mentioned it before, and Dina isn't an Olympic sprinter. He's not going to be able to get back quick enough. That doesn't excuse the goal that, that we conceded on his side. And Callum Chambers certainly isn't an Olympic sprinter. We know the two of them are not the fastest players in the field. So from the point of view of did we look leggy, I think it was the fact that we couldn't, our build-up play was really slow because we didn't have Pau Torres and we didn't have Douglas Suiz. And that's a worry. That's a worry that we need to find somebody who can come in there and, uh, and affect the game in that position. And I thought Tielemans would be that person, whether he was just trying to get the grips we're playing with Kamara or playing it within that structure, I don't know. But it didn't happen. And as you said, it was however many minutes before he really started to get the ball regularly. And at that stage, the game had formed a pattern. We were It was one all. We were shell-shocked. And Legio Orso had, uh, had their fans behind them and their, their tails up. And it's difficult to, um, to, to impact yourself on the game. At that, Beckham flies. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, look, yeah, and, and we didn't get any time on the ball until they retreated. I thought on 70 minutes, um, when Douglas Louise came on, they, they kind of said, Right, let them have the ball, let them do what they want to do now. And uh, we, we'll just sit here and hopefully suck it up for the next 15 20 minutes. And they did. And unfortunately, we just we just couldn't find a way back into it after finding a way back into it twice. The tour time was just a step too far. Um, little bit of a rant about the referee spending 45 seconds booking the goalkeeper in injury time and then playing exactly five minutes. Like, is he, is he not watching what they do in the Premier League or the Premier League doing it wrong? I, I don't know what, what they're at anymore. Yeah. It's nuts. And he could have booked them earlier. He waved them twice to, to take the, the kick earlier and he didn't. So he waited until the 93rd minute, took 45 seconds and then didn't add it on. It just doesn't make any sense. Not that I'm blaming the referee. Yes, it's no, it's just as I say, yeah. like, yeah, look, I think it, look, I, I don't want to deflect from the fact that I just tonight came completely down to team selection. If if we if we wanted to win it, if he had any desires of winning it, he wouldn't have played Chambers and he probably wouldn't have put Longley into that one. I don't think if if, if he was going to blow Longley at that level, um, it, it's it's one of the games upcoming, maybe in the Premier League, but not not in a in a high intense high intensity uh, match like that where the others were just just on it from, from the war go in fairness to them they had a bit of a soft centre I've no doubt with a full team we, we'd have gone and beaten them tonight um, when I say a full team if, we, if we'd have played if we'd have played Cash from the start if we'd have played Pau Torres um, maybe if we'd have played Douglas Luiz from the start it might have been different but I, I think we'll beat them handily at home I, I definitely think we, we, we could get the better of them at home fairly easily but uh Look, we'll see. It's 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 early days. As I said before the game, this is this isn't this isn't as much as I'm disappointed for the guys who are sitting in Warsaw now after experience that this isn't going to define our European uh, fate. Um, five games left. Five games left. Three of them at home. We'll see what happens. It would have made it easier. Look, let, let's and let's not shy away from. If you go back to the team sheet tantrum, 
we spoke, well, I spoke maybe for about two and a half minutes about why Chambers was around the squad. He had a bad game today. Let's not say he can't have better games in the, in the future. Tienemans, I think, had a bad game today. Bubakar Kamara has had probably three bad games this season, and I think genuinely yeah. it's because his role has not been defined in that midfield yet, or uh, maybe if his role has been defined, he's straying out of it and he's not being positionally disciplined enough. And I think you can, I genuinely, when I go back and I watch that, I can't say I can't say whether this was or wasn't exactly the situation. But when I but if I'm gonna try and find that again, I'm gonna watch it somewhere actually. I recorded it inside in the on my TV box, um, inside on TNT Sports, which Ian Taylor did a great job on, I must say. Um uh, but I've, when I watch it back, I think I'm going to see the fact that there was complete and utter um uh, missed 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 steps in midfield because neither of the two of them knew what either of them were doing. And I think that's huge. It's a big part of the field. It's a big part of the of the field in Nuna every system. And uh, and like I know a couple of people thought Longley played poorly. I'm not saying that Longley went out there and played played brilliantly, but I sort like I would have him up there as not really. He wasn't really a problem today. Um, yes, he looked ring. He had ring rust. I didn't think he was a, he was as big an issue as Chambers Adina in defence. No, didn't think he was as big not. an issue as 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 Kamara and Tielemans in, in in midfield. And uh, but you know, I, I can completely understand why people maybe felt underwhelmed by his performance for sure. Um, in that game, like I felt underwhelmed by Emmy Martinez's performance today, and I I think that's fair to say. I think the third I think the third goal. I like like I know he gets a hand to it, but. That one wasn't traveling very quickly, you know, when it came to him. It wasn't traveling very quickly. I know it comes through Chambers' it, it legs. It did go through Chambers' legs, yeah, which yeah, is probably the, the mitigating factor. But it, look, it's... I'd love to see the one the, the one that's, that, that apparently waved in the air, the one where uh, it just looked like Martinez got the save all wrong, that bounced, and then the, your man Goyle came in and, and flicked it over. I and mean, in fairness, Chambers got back to clear that one uh, off yeah. the line. And, and um, it was hit at a fairly decent pace, and he did recover to get something on, yeah. the, on the follow-up. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too harsh on him. Um, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I don't think he had a whole pile to do. Yeah, well, he, he, once, he, had, he had four saves to make. He made one of them. You know, and and uh, like that's 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 a measure. You know, that's a measure as well. Um, I just like to see him be more of a leader. I go back. I'll, I'll I'll get back to where I started the podcast from. Like I've said it before, Ezri Kanza is probably the person who's showing the most guts and garter for uh, to become the leader in this team. But I really need somebody else to start. You know, to roll up their sleeves and say, lads, we have a serious opportunity here. But it was a bit pedestrian at times, and there was a lot of looking around, looking for somebody else to 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 tell people what to do, or looking for somebody else to make something spark. Or, um, I don't know, I don't. Know. I, I'm not talking about body language or anything. It's just, but it is. It's just the way we played. It was a bit ponderous. It was slow, um, and it was slow because we didn't have Paul Torres and we didn't have uh, we didn't have Douglas Louise in there from the start. And like I, I'm. I, I'm not going to turn around and say and use hindsight being 2020 that that, that it was all solely down to the selection of the team because that's easy to say because what I say afterwards when, when I say that is it was individual errors and I know when I picked the people who made the individual errors but he's picked their starting 11 who've made individual errors as well before so I think the accountability is on the the, the players that made those errors um as opposed to the man, it's probably 70 30, 70 to the player, 30 to the manager, is the way I would say it. Um, look, it's not, and it's not a travesty either. It's, it was going to be, I, I genuinely believe that's the hardest game we will have in the Europa League this, uh, group stages this season. But it's all about, like, it would have been, if we won that, it would have made things an awful lot easier. Now yeah. we've a bit of an uphill 
task because AZ losing losing the Bosnian team that doesn't make the AZ game any easier, you know. Um, but it makes neither. It makes, it makes, there's not there's not going to be any easy games here by the looks of it. If that's the case, if mm. if if, if Azad Alkmaar can go three one up over there and lose four three. They're gonna, they're gonna be, they're gonna be, uh, they're gonna be on it the next day, or, or they'll be at least trying their best. So uh, it, it brings Mostar into the equation, having, having now have three points on the board. So it's gonna be really, really tight. So uh, it, it, it just makes the job a little bit harder, and we're, we're gonna, we're gonna need to up our game a little bit. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. I did like at the end, though. I, in fairness... I wish it didn't have to do it, but there was a time there where we had, if I'm not mistaken, well, actually, no, we had we had JJ on the field, we had Ali on the field, we had uh, Diaby, and we had Bailey. And look, he went for it, and we did create a few chances at the end. Yes, there were shots from outside the box and uh, and and whatever else, but we looked a lot more coherent going forward with those. So, you know, when people make the argument about, yes, you know, the first 11 that we picked um, didn't really make much an attack so therefore it, it probably was a new night issue I think we could see for the last 30 minutes we started to make more chances albeit they weren't clear cut there were more chances and we were owning the ball more around their area um, I would probably have liked to see um, John Duran up there surrounded by some of those players as well but um, I could see why he was taken off not because he was playing poorly but look it's a, it's a marathon and a sprint for a lot of games this season and um you know, if we're all singing a different tune. If, like, yeah. I know if ifs and buts are candy and nuts, but like, I think it was probably the right substitution to make at the right time to try and freshen it up to run, run the center half. It, well. it needed, it needed freshening up. The only thing it did do yeah. is it took out that little bit of physicality that, and probably the most yeah. physical of those on the pitch. And, and to be honest, I, like I said to you, Ollie Watkins didn't look like he was, he was up to it when he came on either. So there's a, there's a lot to consider, a lot to consider, but it's a pity that we just, couldn't I reckon a draw would have been a fair result despite the fact that we had more of the ball we put nearly twice the amount of passes together uh, admittedly most of them in, in our half of the pitch and we were playing the ball out from the back so uh, it, it, it's a tough one to take it's a tough one to take for the 1500 people that went there and we've been waiting 13 years for it so it, it just makes things a little bit harder and uh, yeah look I think I think the bigger question is if we put in an abject performance on Sunday, is all this in vain? So let's wait and see what happens Sunday. Yeah, that's exactly it, and that's where you live by the sword, you die by the sword as a manager. You know, going back, and I'm I'm fully okay with sounding hypocritically when I say it was seventy percent in the players picked and thirty percent in the manager that picked them for the game tonight. But if you look at the game at the weekend and Chelsea, and, and if something happens whereby you know Chelsea four, Villa one. You know, then you can start questioning. Well, was it really worth it? Would we not be better if we lost four uh, one against Chelsea and won four one against Legia Warsaw? You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we should always discuss things with clear eyes in after the event as well. But you know, causation and correlation don't 
they don't marry each other in a se sequence like that. But, um, you know, it is a fair question to ask and is a fair comment to make for sure. But hopefully we aren't in that position to have to make ask those questions or make those comments on Sunday, Paddy, because, um, you know, back to the Premier League on Sunday and, and against uh, Chelsea. And just on that as well, we will be, Jesus, Paddy, we're going to have to do a pre-match show tomorrow, I think. Um, they're coming thick and fast. Pre-match show tomorrow. Team sheet tantrum and post-match. I'm. I might have to cry off sick for those. Uh, I just don't know. Will I be in transit on a bus? Uh, we'll, we'll, sticks, we'll work so some there. Maybe we'll not the post match. Cause I, I'm not a big fan of post match, but especially on my own. So <laughs> you're not on your own. I'm not letting you near the post match on your own if we lose forward, Paddy. Not a hope. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get the uh, we'll get the team sheet tantrum out of the way for sure. But before you, before you go uh, ending this one, I'd like to just say, what in God's good name? Was Robbie Savage doing on Cocoms today? TNT Sports, please read the room. Look at Twitter tonight. Read the rules, yeah. <laughs> we do not want to listen to that shithead anymore on any of our games. Cop on to yourselves. Great to see two ex-Villa boys in the studio, as it should be. Yeah. And then to put that fucking gobshite on Cocoms. Get a fucking life, man. What the <laughs> hell? Who makes decisions like that? And, and what about, uh, what about, what about the commentator making up our names, Douglas Louise? Yeah, I was just about to say it. The only thing we're annoying in that performance was Douglas. No, that might be the way you pronounce it, but it sounded wrong in my ears. And I was actually physically gritting, you know, at times, Douglas Louise. Yeah, sorry, I meant to bring that up towards the start. Uh, but I, I, I will say about Robbie Savage, look, for the person who he is, read the room. For the history he has with Aston Villa, stupid, st uh, like, it's, it, was, it, was, it was a trolling expedition. But... I actually thought he made a couple of... I thought he was actually pretty complimentary towards Aston Villa throughout the game. So to give him that, I expected him to be worse. Although he did get his dig in. Uh, I won the battles more often than not. And the core commentator said, no, you didn't. <laughs> said you didn't. Like So it was... Uh, you know, there was, there was fairness, that's, probably, that. that's probably the most honest thing he fucking said because they did win. They did get a couple of results against us with, it, with him and yeah. the team. But it was, just, yeah. it was just wrong on so many levels that we come back after 13 years and they put that fucking gobshite in co-coms. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoever's making these decisions, cop on to yourself. Yeah. Right, we're going to leave it at that because we could be here forever and ever and ever, amen, and this, and it's not going to change the result. Uh, thinking fast, back again tomorrow at some stage for a preview show, um, Team Sheet Tantrum on Sunday, and with the help of God, I won't be dead from alcohol poisoning on Sunday, and I might be able to come and do the post-match uh, post-match show but uh, listen thanks very much everybody for joining again it often goes unsaid uh, and uh, and I don't want you guys to feel un unappreciated nearly f over 500 people in here tonight after a galling loss again um, you know that's we've had three bad losses this season I think and you guys have shown up here to see our opinions we appreciate that we really really do and uh, thank you so much but in the interim we will be back again very very soon uh, stay safe stay healthy and as always regardless of the result all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa Podcast Network.